0: Hello, Wild Being. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited that you're here with me today. First off, I'm super pumped because I got a really good microphone set. I'm not using it in this recording. I'm still just using my phone. But when that microphone, when I get it all set up and figure out the Studio One software, then I'm so pumped to have some really good microphone sounding recordings so the podcast will sound super clear I have two microphones, so I can use it with a guest at my house, or just have some really good sounding audio, which is what I want to produce as I want to produce a good podcast. Today, my conversation is with Logan, who is such an amazing human being that I met through Instagram. I just found her page randomly, and she's so authentically true to herself. She just says what she thinks and how she feels, and I love that about people. I love people that are true to themselves and then they just embody themselves. And Logan for sure does and just really inspires me to continue to embody my highest self, no matter what that is in the moment. We talk about what it means to be authentically true to yourself, some different tips about businesses, how following your intuition can be hard when there's such a strong collective ego, which is something that I think is super important is people are like, well, I'm following my intuition. It's like, but how sucked into you are, how sucked into, into the mainstream, like collective consciousness ego are you that you think that you're following your intuition but you're really following the ego which can be difficult when everyone's so on technology all the time and everything's super rapid we get pulled into the ego versus being calm and present and following that inner intuition that inner knowing that inner guide this podcast episode i love if you enjoy the episode please share it with a friend i would love to reach as many humans as I meant to through this podcast so I'm really excited to release this one with Logan. Next week I'm releasing an episode with Chris who's the, the CEO of EMR uh, Red Light which is the red light that I use. I love the red light and I loved chatting with him. He's so smart and intelligent and taught me a lot about the sun and why it's important and the different UVs and so many things that I feel like wow how did I not know that before? So that's a great conversation that will be coming up next week. And then my previous episode with Emma, I love where we talk about optimal living, EMF, blue light, all of the things that make a wild human wild. (laughs) So I hope you have a fabulous day. If you enjoyed the episode with Logan, share it on your story, on your social media, or send it to a friend. Or just reach out to me if you have any tips or advice that you want to share For my podcast, I appreciate the time you're spent listening to this conversation. I hope it's valuable to you and it inspires you to be authentically true to yourself. Stay wild. So excited for Logan to get on here. I don't even know how I found her. I think we just energetically connected on Instagram and I just loved her content and her energy that she puts through everything she does and how she's just so authentically herself. So I'm excited to talk to her about how we are can be authentic, what intuition is, how to follow your intuition versus ego, money and energy and business, and just some of her tips on how she organizes her business. Drinking some cacao. I'm not drinking coffee this week because I'm doing a cleanse lots of liquids. Hi. Hey Logan. How are you? I'm doing super good. I deep cleaned my apartment all day yesterday so I'm feeling so cleansed in my space.
1: <laughs> oh my god that's the best. I love a clean space. There's nothing like it.
0: Yeah I feel like there'll be like a couple weeks where I don't and then it's different from just like cleaning things up and then like deep cleaning like rearranging everything and like scrubbing the walls and just feeling like saging everything and just feeling (laughs) feeling
1: good. I love it. I love it. That's How are you doing? I'm good. I'm so good. It's beautiful outside today so I don't know vibes are definitely high and I'm so excited to be here.
0: Yes I'm so excited to talk with you. I don't even remember how I like found your page, but I think it's just like an energetic connection oftentimes through there. And I love how you talk a lot about like being authentically yourself and in your business. So I would love if we could first talk a little bit, if you could expand on that and then what you feel like holds people back from being authentic.
1: Yeah, I'm totally cool with talking about that.
0: Perfect. So for me, it's like, often the fear of not holding up to a previous version of myself. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So are we already recording? Like, is it already started? Yep. Okay, cool. (laughs) I wasn't sure if we wanted to dive in or what? Nope, we will. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's absolutely a piece of it. You know, we, we have standards and expectations that we hold ourselves to, but also those that we expect others to probably hold us to. I know, you know, before, I feel like now I'm just kind of like, whatever, like what you see is what you get, but there definitely was a, like a time in my life where I wasn't as open and I wasn't, you know, as authentic and as in integrity with who I am. And a lot of that had to do with the fear of letting other people down, because obviously we all have our own perceptions and we create our own, you know, standards and expectations, which, you know, is, I personally think it's unfair to hold other people to expectations, but, you know, it it happens. It's human nature and the fear of letting other people down or, you know, um, ruining this persona that they have of us. um, That was a big thing for me. Um, And I think that's a big thing that other, that holds other people back. Like they don't want to disappoint other people or they don't want to come across as, as something that they're not um, based on a perception that someone else has of them. So Um, I think that's probably a big piece that holds people back too, is, you know, just wanting to maintain this persona, whether or not it's legit or not. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, that
0: definitely makes sense. And I think it's, as you like evolve and change, I think something I always try to practice with people in my life is like not putting expectations on them and like being aware that, you know, the next time I see Logan, you could be a different version of yourself, but you're still like deep down a certain soul but you're going through different human experiences so you're going to change and evolve and it's not fair for relationships to hold somebody like well you used to be like this but now you're this so yeah i think that's a big thing
1: yeah exactly and as humans it's natural that we we change and evolve and Oftentimes that creates tension with other people because, like I said, we do have these you know, clear-cut perceptions of who we think someone is. But when we do that, we box other people in. And when we're busy boxing other people in, we're inevitably, we're inevitably box- boxing ourselves in, right, in some capacity. Because if we're holding someone to a cookie-cutter standard, somewhere subconsciously we're doing the same thing to ourselves. So we're boxing ourselves in and we're boxing each other in. When really, like, as humans, we're here to grow and expand. And sometimes that gets messy. And sometimes that means we're a different person today than we were yesterday. And, you know, it's really just a matter of being okay and giving ourselves and each other the permission to, to really embrace that growth and that change, you know?
0: Oh, I love that. I love the box example. That's one of my favorite things to think about. It's so powerful. So what was the big shift in your life then when you were kind of like, you know, this is who I am and this is what you get.
1: Yeah. So I think the biggest thing, there were like little things along the way, but the biggest thing for me was in 2018, for those of you who don't know, I, in a previous life, I was a high school English teacher and I taught high school English for three years. And basically I got there by being you know, the good girl and like checking all of life's boxes. You know, I bought a house. I got married. I had a baby. I went to college. I graduated. I got a career in my degree field and I did all of these things. I, the house that I bought was a fixer upper. So like (laughs) everything like on paper, my life looked perfect. And I would just stand back and look at it. And I mean, of course, I'm, you know, I'm still married to my husband, I didn't get rid of my kid or anything like those pieces stay, obviously, but I I looked at like the external factors of my life. And I was like, wow, every decision that I've made up to this point has been to please someone else. It's been to fit Mm -hmm. into someone else's box. And, you know, I lived up to my end of the deal and life didn't deliver. And I was like, you know what, I can't do this anymore. And you know, I'm grateful that that moment happened for me at 22, um, because I feel like some people, that moment, you know, never really comes and they spend their lives living for someone else and trying to fit into someone else's box. But that's really when it was. And um, it was June of 2018. My husband and, and um, I have three daughters now, but at the time I only have one daughter. And we were on family vacation with my parents and my brother and his family. And everyone was talking about how cool it would be to move to the beach and just live in the beach. And it's so beautiful. And I looked at my husband, I was like, they're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. So let's do it. Let's let's do it. So we ended up selling our house. We sold about 95% of our belongings. And we moved from upstate South Carolina to Georgia, um, down near Savannah, Georgia. And we literally started over. And that was really the beginning of my, I don't give a fuck. Like, this is what I want to do with my life. You know, it was that turning point of, man, I've checked all of life's boxes. I've done all of the things. I've been the good girl. And I'm miserable and I don't want any of this. Like I looked around my life and it didn't look like mine. And, um, so I burnt as Tony Robbins would say, I burned all the boats and we started over. And that's, that's really that. <laughs> that's
0: amazing. I think it's so
1: good to, you know, you're following like the good girl, as
0: you say it, like the path that I don't know, most humans follow because they think that's how yeah. it's supposed to be. And Yeah, you look at it, and most a lot of people are super sad and you know, divorced or have all these issues because they're following a path that's not you know, meant to be for them. And that leads me to my next question. In one of your recent podcasts, you were talking about um, why it's difficult to tell people to follow their intuition sometimes Mm. because you know, oftentimes people aren't aware of what their intuition is, and just because you're still like. Following that ego. So, first, I would love if you could explain your definition of what intuition is.
1: Yeah. So, intuition for me, in a nutshell, is just like your individual truth. And um, that comes through differently for a lot of people. Some people, it is, you know, a voice, they'll hear voices. Um, Some people, it's just like a gut knowing. Um, For me personally, my intuition comes through to me. It's just this visceral feeling in my gut, and then just a knowing, like, I don't have to explain anything. There's, there, there's no need for further questions. It's just, and I, it, I feel like it's such an abstract concept. So it's a little hard to explain, but it's just, it's just your truth. And it is desperately trying to communicate with you at all times. It's always there. But as you said, oftentimes we miss it, or we misinterpret either the individual or the collective ego Mm -hmm. or our intuition. And um, in that podcast episode, I outline, you know, the differences between collective and or individual um, ego versus the intuition. The intuition, like I said, is a knowing. Oftentimes, it's it's more subtle, um, whereas the ego, it's like always the first to speak. It's very aggressive. It's, you know, it, it, so if that's the voice that you're hearing, chances are, that's not your intuition. So, my suggestion would be to be like, okay, I recognize this is ego, and I'm going to like set it here. It's right here. I, I appreciate it for what it's trying to do, it's trying to keep me safe and protected. But there's another voice inside of me that I want to listen to. And that's when, you know, the mindfulness practices come into play and and you might practice um, meditation. If you're into meditation, maybe take a meditative walk. If you don't want to just sit and meditate, journaling practices, Um, there's so many things that you can do to really tap into and hear your intuition. Um, But yeah, I think that more than answered your question. (laughs) No, that's fabulous. I
0: think, no, that's great. I love that. I... Yeah, it's like I like to appreciate the ego because there's, you know, yeah. trends sometimes where it's like remove the ego, but it's like it's there for a reason to protect you yeah. and like keep you safe. So, you know, understand that it's there, but then and for me it's easier when oftentimes on social media it can be difficult to oh yeah intuition because everything's so fast. It's like like yes. and swipe and follow and Save and do all these things. So you're in that rapid brain. So for me, sometimes it's like, okay, you got to calm down and like take mm. a couple breaths before you want to be doing anything like that.
1: Oh, I love that. Yes. And one of the biggest things that, like, um, when I work with clients, one of the biggest things I work a lot with like branding and marketing and, and things like that, like embodied branding, intuitive marketing and one of the biggest things that i'll see clients struggling with is um creative blocks they feel creative blocks and and things like that and obviously we can address that with you know sacral work and things like that but oftentimes one of the biggest blocks to our creativity i.e you know our intuition the downloads we're trying to receive from source is overconsumption of other people's truth right Mm -hmm. or other people's opinions like it's going to be really hard to hear your intuition if you hear that tiny little whisper of a voice inside of you, if you are so busy listening to everyone else's voice, you know, so I love that you brought that up. And, you know, that's one of the biggest disconnects that I see in the online space right now. You're right. It's so fast. And, you know, we're constantly stimulated and inundated with, with all of this information and all of these other perspectives. And, to the detriment of our own truth, if we're not careful, you know, if we're not consistently connecting with it and tuning in and listening to it and creating that space for it to come through. Um, I've been talking about this a lot in a lot of my content here lately, too, is just a lot of the same stuff I'm seeing online, you know. And to me, that is a key indicator that people are busy following the ego in the assumption that, you know, it's going to be the quickest turn, Around with monetization or or success or, or whatever, and really, I would encourage them to take a step back, stop consuming so much, and really see where their soul is calling them. Mm-hmm. You know, what is what does your intuition say needs to be said today? And that's one of the things that I do first thing in the morning is I ask God, angels, universe, whatever. You know what what needs to be said through me today? Because ultimately, I am a vessel, I am a conduit, and the message that needs to come through is from source, but I won't be able to hear it. If I can't, you know, calm down that ego and tune in. So I love that you mentioned, you know, how crazy social media is right now. It's so important that we have those sustained periods of silence where we can really tune in. Mm. And that's where authenticity comes from. You know, bring like circling back to authenticity, you can't be authentic to yourself if you can't hear and tune into your truth. Yeah, Does that makes
0: sense. Oh yeah, if you're over-consuming, I love that overconsumption of other people's opinions or just what they're doing. Because I'm pretty like young and like starting my business, and it's yeah, it's like oh everyone's doing programs, but it's like I don't feel like I want to do programs, you know. So I feel a lot of that creativity. Like I'll feel a bunch of surges of like I want to create a lot, and then I'll feel extremely drained sometimes. Where it's like okay, you know, you need to take a step back and just not be producing things right now and really come back centered and like realign what you want to be doing
1: yes oh my gosh I love that and I love that you brought up everyone's doing programs and you don't want to oh that's such a big piece to like oh my gosh this makes me like I don't know this conversation is so like divinely aligned right now because like that's there's so many people like 2020, I feel like so many people created businesses and it's beautiful and I love it. And I love seeing people creative and wanting to, you know, be in charge of their own destiny and build generational wealth and all of these things. But how many people started businesses, like we're talking about alignment and authenticity, how many people started businesses, they're vastly out of alignment and inauthentic to them because they're seeing, I mean, there's like loads and loads of network marketing companies that you can be a part of. And um, that's my background was with Beachbody. I was with Beachbody for three and a half Mm. years and it was so misaligned, but I was forcing, I was trying to force it to work because I was so afraid that if I let it go, like one, like I was letting go of a huge piece of my identity, but also like what's gonna come in and fill that. Can I be successful in any other way? And I think that's such an important thing to note as, um, you know, being an authentic business owner, an authentic um, um, entrepreneur, making sure that what you're doing in your business is actually aligned. You don't have to do programs. You don't have to take one-on-one clients. You don't have to do a membership. You literally can do whatever you want, you know, and so just also giving yourself permission to pursue that. Whatever is lighting you up right now, it's, it's lighting you up for a reason, so Oh, I love that. That's so cool. I'm so proud of you for like doing Thank what you. Right for you. Well, yeah.
0: my body, like I have, I experienced like extreme, like tight tension around my neck, like my throat. Oh yeah. Often, like a lot of times. And mm-hmm. it's like, I think sometimes like I've dealt with it for so long and it's just thinking about like, well, that's kind of tying in like the earth realm with like, you know, another realm. And there's, so it's just, you know, I'm always trying to release things and listen to what I'm supposed to do. So yes. it's definitely difficult sometimes, but I think that, you know, just recentering a lot and trying to think about what is really serving you. And then this is another thing I wanted to talk to you about is, you know, like money and mm-hmm. the energy of that in business, because, you see like manifesting, you know, like, oh, I want to manifest these things into my life, which is such an interesting concept. Um, yeah. It's very difficult for me to wrap my head around like 3D world. You know, like you do need money to survive, which is just like a yeah. fact. Um, but how do you make it like, you know, not like status or objective with that?
1: Mm. I love this question. So to me, and I'm pretty sure that I saw um in an Instagram story that you're gonna interview Ruthie Fee. Yes, the wealthy yes. soul. She's actually my mentor. So she's gonna oh talk wow. To you about, yeah, yeah. I just hired her. I just joined her um, light leaders mastermind. So she's so cool. I love her. Yeah. Like I've never I met her, her, but I <laughs> just I see her and I'm like, you're so cool. Yeah, yeah. So she'll um, definitely talk more about this. But something she taught me I heard in a podcast interview that she did several years ago when I first discovered her was that money, it's not good or bad. It's just a never ending resource. It's always available to us and it amplifies who we are. So for me, it's not about acquiring all of this wealth so that I can have it as a status symbol. It's about amplifying what I know is inside of me, Mm. you know, the desires to create the communities that I want to create for women, the desires to create the opportunities that I want to create for other women, the desires that I want to create for, or the opportunities that I want to create for my daughters and my family. So, you know, I I just don't see, and I don't think I honestly ever saw money as like a status thing necessarily. It's always just been kind of this, this neutral thing. Um, But then to, to understand that it's not the thing itself, it's what the thing itself can do, which is why, you know, there are bad people who do bad things with money. It's not that the money itself was bad. It's that that negativity already existed and having more money just amplified it. Mm -hmm. So more good people with more money and with more wealth, that's just gonna amplify the good, you know? So seeking wealth and generational wealth and financial stability from that place of knowing what's inside of me and knowing that it just gets to be even bigger and spread even further, the more I invest in myself and the more I acquire, like that, it was just the biggest shift for me. And it like completely neutralized the money and it, it gave me permission to really like admit, I want to make more money, not so I have more money, but so I can go and do more good with it, you know? Mm, Yeah, really amplifying that. And then just, yeah, I really like those words
0: a lot. And that's even, you know, what that brings to my mind is like, I want to get, you know, a wider view of my podcast and a wider audience so that I can amplify like knowledge and share more to raise the collective consciousness. Like, it's not that I want to be, you know, like have all these things. It's like, I love the verbiage of it's amplifying what you already you know, what you have and
1: what you can give. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And also when you, a big piece to that is you feeling supported, you know? So, um, looking at money, like really tangibly, like obviously money supports us, it supports a specific lifestyle, it supports, you know, you just as an individual. And if you're sitting there wondering how you're going to be able to pay your rent, you don't feel that supported, right? Mm -hmm. It's really hard to feel supported when those tangible securities are compromised, because you don't have enough money. So I also think of it as, you know, the more I am supported, the more I can support other people, like, if I'm worried about my basic needs being met, then I can't hold a ton of space for a lot of people. Yes. So, so that's where that the piece of like, actually having material wealth comes into play, like, I there, there's a specific standard of life that I desire to live. And when I have that, I feel so so supported and I feel so abundant which then elevates my vibration and my frequency and allows me to hold more sacred space for more people Mm -hmm. so you know just bringing in that tangible thing it's okay to want nice things you know Mm -hmm. as long as it's it's coming from a place of love and you know it's just gonna again amplify what's on the inside of you and allow you to do more than have at it you know yeah and just in that what you're saying it's just makes me think of like, you know,
0: that's like a strong foundation of feeling safe and like grounded in your environment. Like that all ties back into having, you know, a secure foundation so that you can, you know, hold more space and do more things for other people.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you work with,
0: so important. So you're working with, um, people on like, you know, creating their business and creating authenticity in their content and things. So what are some of your yeah. biggest tips or secrets for organizing your business?
1: <laughs> Ooh, organizing business, like just in general or like content specific or- It could whatever, whatever you would
0: like to speak about.
1: Mm, okay. So I think my biggest tip in general in terms of organizing your business and keeping kind of things nice and tidy is just keep it simple. Keep it simple. Like I know when I started my business, especially when I left network marketing and I went out on my own, I was like, oh my gosh, it needs to be so complex and so complicated. And I need to have all of these wheels and all of these balls, you know, up in the air. That way I know it's legit. Oftentimes I think we, we assume that the more complex something is, the more legit or the more successful it is. But really what I found is the, the more I can simplify something, the better. So, mm. you know, whatever works for you to keep it simple. Like if you're, you know, pen and paper, old school, then kick it old school and do pen and paper. Oh, that's um, me, you... girl. I have like 50 <laughs> notebooks. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, find your own system. You know, I've tried a million times to use Asana and um, what's the other one? Trello. And I just, I just can't stick to it. I'm yeah. pen and paper too. You yeah. know I organize all of my stuff pen and paper. Mm-hmm. Um I use the I have a Mac so I use the um what is it the little notepad. Yeah. Oh my god, be. Me- <laughs> <laughs> I have it pulled though. up right here. <laughs> a million to-do notes. list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it doesn't have to be complicated, mm-hmm. you guys. I know um I follow an influencer, her name is uh Stephanie Houston. She is xojingi on Instagram if you guys want to follow her, but she has built a multi million dollar business. And I think she has like her, now she has a team, but her team consists of like two other people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, you know, I hired another coach last year who has a team of like 15 people. So it gets to be as simple or as complex as you want it. Just identify what works for you. For me, what works for me is pen and paper. I write out my to do list every day. You know, I have my, my top three non-negotiables that I have to get to these three things today to move the needle forward. And as long as I do, then I feel good. I feel accomplished for the day. And I, I'm not worried about, you know, cause I, I have three kids and sometimes it's hard to, you know, compartmentalize work and, and home, especially when work is at home. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I have my three non-negotiable things that I do every single day to move my business forward. And once I've done those, I'm good for the day. I'm solid. I, I've made progress and I can shut down when it's time to shut down and really have that firm boundary there. Um, so yeah, just pen paper notes on my, on my laptop notes on my phone. Um, and then of course I have my own little way of organizing them. Um, but yeah, keep it simple and, you know, find the system that works for you. And don't be, you know, distracted by shiny objects and think that you have to have all of these systems in place be- because you really don't. <laughs> you really yeah.
0: don't. Oh, I love that. I think that's so true. The Oftentimes I'm really turned off by like when there's so many different things and so many different, like this is all included. And it's like overwhelming for me yeah. as a, like a... A consumer I guess on the other side of things what I'm seeing a lot it's like overstimulating and I'm like I just need one little thing to look at and yeah I like that you talk about keeping it simple and all of those things as you yeah. like have grown in your life and evolved like spiritually and things how have you dealt with if you have dealt with this like, releasing things that don't serve you or releasing people, you know, when you're really mm. being authentically yourself, there's going to be people that, you know, just probably don't like you, which is fine. But how do you, what is your practice with dealing with that?
1: Hmm. I love that question. So in the woo woo spiritual side of things, I like to do cord cutting meditations. I like to do, Ooh, um, what's that? Oh, a cord cutting meditation. So it's so good so if you use the insight timer or you can also just go to YouTube and search like cord cutting meditation but essentially it's when you get into meditation and you energetically cut the ties between you and the person the situation the thing whatever it is and I mean like from like a realistic standpoint when when we encounter a person or a situation or a thing we actually do create these energetic ties mm-hmm. you know we we have these energetic cords that connect us and you know, for me, it's really important to just visualize myself standing across from that other person or the situation, seeing the cord that's connecting us and then actually like severing the tie. Mm -hmm. And there's just something about that that really gives me a sense of peace and not just severing the tie, but then seeing myself taking my energy back and seeing that other person take their energy back and knowing that we have severed the, the connection And it's been amicable and we're good. And, you know, everybody's healthy energetically. So I like to do that. Um, I also do like burn ceremonies. So where I like write down whatever it is that I want to release, set the intention of releasing it and then set the paper on fire, put it in like a fire safe container, obviously, (laughs) um, and like put the intention out in the universe to like separate myself from that. So like the spiritual side, those are the two biggest things that I like to do for um, you know, really setting the boundary and, and protecting my energy with with that. But like realistically, um, I'll unfollow people or I'll mute people so I don't see it. Um, if I do unfollow someone, I make sure to remove them from my follower list too to completely, you know sever the the tie again energetically and realistically. Um, And, you know, just, just constantly reminding myself that I'm not for everyone. You know, I, I was not created and put on this planet to speak to every other individual on this planet. I am here to speak to a very small percentage and I just have to trust that as long as I am being truthful to myself, I am in alignment with my, you know, my truth and my authenticity. If someone truly doesn't align with that, then that's none of my business, you know, and just like coming back and, and. I'm also really, really big in like energy management and self-regulation and just finding safety in the body. Um, So another thing that I'll do is just hand on the heart, hand on the belly and just breathe and find, you know, the safety, calm my nervous system, you know, just, just calm myself down and bring myself back to center so that I'm more rational and remind myself of that truth. Like they're just not for me and I'm not for them. And that's okay. You know? Yeah.
0: I love the cord cutting meditation. I'm going to try that
1: today. (laughs) Oh, they're so good, girl. Find some on Insight Timer or whatever. If you use like a meditation app or anything, they're so good. Mm-hmm. I like that visualization of,
0: I try to do that with people, you know, and trying not to like merge and do like zip up exercises. But I think mm-hmm. like you're saying, taking your energy back. Like I do often in meditation, I'll like call back my soul fragments that I've, you know, yeah. fragments of my soul that I've given to people subconsciously and then call it back. And then always asking myself, like, is this energy mine? Like, mm-hmm. you know, cause as an empath in someone that's so sensitive. It's, it's very difficult to not, you know, to keep those boundaries in, I think in an energetic world, it's easier for me to keep boundaries than like a, yeah. in like a person to person, like I'm a personal trainer. So I'm like helping people and like touching their body and like, you know, talking yeah. about their lives and that there's an energy exchange there. That's like, you can't not have that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then another thing, um, I don't know if you do any kind of energetic cleansing at the end of each day, but that might be helpful too with like mm. selenite or you were mentioning sage at the very beginning when we hopped on. Um, but you can do meditations to do that too. And just like cleanse your energy and release whatever I love what that you said, identifying what's yours and what's not. That's so important. <laughs> so important because it can get really messy you know
0: yeah well you like it you know you have all these energies and you're like this doesn't feel like you know my my true self and oftentimes when I'm feeling like super weird or something I just really do a deep meditation like that and I'm like none of this is me like get away like you know whatever energies I've attacked or have let come into me which has been difficult this year when there's a lot of like you know fear energy and just like yeah people that are really afraid and a little crazy. And it's like, how does that not get into you?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And for anyone who's listening and wondering, like, how do you know what your true energy is versus what someone else is? I, and you can like, obviously speak to this too, but I personally think it just comes from like knowing who you are. And like, for me, it's been a lot of self-exploration and, A lot of like really intentional, I know it sounds really cliche, but a lot of really intentional self-care, like what feels good to me? Like, Mm -hmm. what does my energy feel like? What does my energetic body like? And, you know, like feeling into what is true for you and then being able to differentiate what's yours and what's not yours. And I always also come back to the question of, is this coming from love? Because if it's not coming from love, then it's not your truth. Anything Mm -hmm. from fear is not real and it's not yours and you get to let it go. So if there's ever a question of whether it's yours or not, ask yourself, you know, is this coming from love? Is this a loving thought? Is this a loving action? Is this a loving word? Um, And if it's not, then it's probably not yours (laughs) and it's Mm -hmm. made to release it, you know?
0: Yeah, I love that. Thank you for bringing that up because it, yeah, it's good to understand like who you are, which Mm -hmm. is such a difficult, challenging thing for so many people. For me, I've always really loved being alone like I live alone I've always Mm -hmm. like moved to new places alone so I've always had a lot of time with myself to really you know think about what I like and what I don't like and I've never had like uh, somebody that's really manipulating what I like and what I don't like so I think it's difficult sometimes for people that haven't like had that space with themselves to figure out Mm -hmm. who they are and like you were saying happened to you when you were young for some people that never happens
1: yeah yeah and I Um, I'm kind of the exact opposite. I got married when I was 18. Um, I met my husband. Yeah, we eloped and I got married at 18. He was 21. We met when I was 16 and he was 19. And so I've always like, I lived with my parents. And then when I didn't live with my parents, I moved in with him. And so I, entrepreneurship has just, has been a beautiful journey and an opportunity for me to, you know, do self-exploration and, and find out what I like and what I'm good at. And, you know all of these other things but to find out who i am i for i don't know probably the last i say 10 years i wake up at like 3:30 in the morning and i carve out that time i give myself like 3 hours every day of just me and you know sometimes it's really structured and i work out and you know, I meditate and I do all these things and then Sundays it's like I, I scroll TikTok for two hours. <laughs> and I'm like, what do I want to do today? You know, what is my soul like? And I, I give myself that time to really explore and get to know who I am. So if you're someone who doesn't feel like you know who you are, you know, how can you create that space? And it doesn't have to happen at three thirty in the morning. <laughs> Maybe, you know, you date yourself like you you take yourself out on a date once a week or, you know, you give yourself 30 minutes at the end of every day just to to really get to know you like who are you without all of the labels and all of the attachments and, you know, all of the responsibilities just who are you at your core as a human. Yeah, that's
0: fabulous and. I think something like with self-care, I love helping people with self-care. I sell like little boxes Mm -hmm. for people, but it's super important for, for individuals to understand self-care is so different for every people, for everyone. I just saw one of my friends, she's super into doing makeup and she, you know, it takes like three hours and that's her self-care and like cleaning your house is self-care and Mm -hmm. you know, there's fixing your car is self-care. Like anytime where you're present and focusing on something that's making you feel you know good or raising your vibration is self-care so it's not always like meditation or playing with crystals like there's so many different things that it can be for people
1: yeah for a long time I thought something was wrong with me because I don't enjoy baths all that much (laughs) um I never really have I just I don't know but I love showers like Mm -hmm. I normally a quick shower like I'll take a quick shower like you know just wash all of the important parts and then hop out and get ready for the day but when I get to just like stand in the shower and I like it as hot as it'll go <laughs> nice. and like that just oh my god it just feels so good and I just stand there and then I get out and I'll put lotion on and you know it's just it's whatever whatever makes you feel good and whole so whatever that is just follow it knitting I don't know yeah yeah <laughs>
0: right? I know there's so many, (laughs) yeah, there's so many modalities that are there to use. And I love how you, you know, understood, like, I don't like baths, So I'm going to take a shower. Like, you know, being an active participant in your life is very important. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Fabulous. What um, product or what have you been working on lately for your business or what, you know, you're saying you're working with clients. So what are you really, what are you offering right now?
1: I don't know when this is gonna go live, but um, starting tomorrow and then Wednesday and Thursday, I have a free three day masterclass called Revitalize Your Brand, all about, um, yeah, all about really bringing in more of that authenticity into your personal brand. Um, So tomorrow we'll be talking all things. And if you're if this goes live after this week, then it'll still be live in my Facebook group, and I'm also gonna put the the recording as IGTV. So if anyone's interested in it, just give me a follow and everything will be there. Um, but we'll be talking about brand values. So really like identifying the, the, I think about brand values as like the lenses through which you see life and through which you um, make choices and decisions for yourself um, but also for your business. So we'll be talking about that. Um, we'll be talking about your brand vibe. So how you wanna make people feel with your brand. Um, really the energetic imprint that you want to have on people who engage with your brand. And then lastly, your brand visuals. So really just cleaning up your brand, bringing more intention to your brand and realizing I teach brand as the ultimate example of self-expression. And, you know, personally, I believe in order to have a really standout authentic personal brand in the online space You have to know yourself, like everything we've been talking about in this entire conversation, you have to know yourself, but not only that, you have to feel safe in who you are and then sharing that with the rest of the world. So Mm -hmm. I love the very masculine aspects of like building a brand, but I also love the spiritual and energetic pieces to needing to be a whole healed human. To really show up in your fullness and in your authenticity, so that's how I teach branding, and um, that's what we're going to be talking about and revitalize your brand over the next three days. And then after that, I'll be launching um, my newest program, uh, my first ever branding program. That I'm super excited for called Powerhouse, which is basically like branding on steroids. It is embodied branding for the soulful CEO. Um, again, everything that we've been talking about in this conversation about authenticity and being true to yourself and feeling safe, being seen and heard in your truth and in your wholeness. That's how you build an authentic and a standout brand in the online space. So that's what Powerhouse is all about. Um, I have a couple of open one-on-one spots right now, um, where I do business coaching, life coaching, and then also brand development. Um, so yeah, and I'm always on um, Instagram. I'm in my stories every day. So if you guys wanna come for like mini trainings, things like that, um, I try and just add value wherever I can. Um, that's what I have going on right now. That's so exciting. I'm gonna look at your
0: revitalize your brand. Is it just like um, Zoom calls or what's the program like?
1: Um it's so it's three um live videos. I'm going to do them in my Facebook group, but I think I'm also going to do them over on Instagram because cool. um I just love Instagram. So I'm going to be going live for the next 3 days starting tomorrow in my Facebook group simultaneously um on Instagram and there are workbooks that go along with each day to kind of help you go deeper and um to just kind of guide you along the training, but yeah that's what that'll look like that's awesome and if you want to join it the link is in my bio again I don't know when this is going to go live but
0: <laughs> yeah probably in two weeks so but they'll okay, they find cool. it on your um find it on your Instagram like the IGTVs yeah. will be saved congratulations yeah, like, on launching your program powerhouse that's really exciting
1: thank you yeah I'm super excited it's um the precursor to my husband and I are going to be launching um, a branding and digital marketing agency um, this oh, coming wow. summer. So it's like the precursor to, yeah, a really big. Um, the, the goal is for it to be a brick and mortar, but I'm, it'll likely start just as an online agency at first. Um, and then we'll um, get a brick and mortar up and going so we can have people come in and, you know, do um, all of their marketing content and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm really excited for it. That's fabulous. I I think that's great because it can be difficult
0: when you run your own business to, you know, be the content creator, be the marketer, be the business person, be all this. So having modalities and tools like that available, I think is going to be such a big push in the industry. Yeah.
1: I'm super excited for it. And to also bring in and marry, you know, the, the, like I said, the really masculine pieces with the more feminine pieces of, you know, needing to, to know yourself and healing your relationship with yourself and, and all of that. Like, It's so important and it's so integral, especially when we're talking about having a personal brand, be a little different when we have like a brand entity, but even still like you make the calls for that and you make the decisions, you know, so it's still equally as important, even if it's like, you're kind of behind the, the brand entity itself.
0: Yes. I love your words about balancing the masculine and feminine energy. I think that's something I'm always working on creating a good balance of the yin and yang and the fire and water. Call.
1: <laughs> yes, I love that. Absolutely. It's a, it's a never ending dance, right?
0: Yes. Oh, for sure. It, it ebbs and flows just like life. So that's perfect. Mm-hmm.
1: I love it. Well,
0: thank you so much for being on the podcast. I'm so happy to connect with you. And I'm so happy to uh, follow you and just learn more from you about being authentic and branding.
1: Oh my God. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. This is the first podcast episode. I've recently shifted and kind of niched down into more branding focus and like with that as the focus, and this is the first time I've like gone public with it. So thank you so much for having me. This has been awesome.
0: Of course. And have a fabulous day in the nice sun in Georgia. (laughs) Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye.